Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Now, here's the question. Does every person have the gift of tongues? Now, because there are churches that teach that, right? So we get down in verse 29 of our chapter here, and it says, are all apostles, and, and that is, the answer is no, are all prophets, right? Well, first of all, let's just establish that. Is everybody here an apostle? And the answer is no, right? I mean, there were 12, and, and is everybody a prophet? No. Are everybody a teacher? No. Are all workers of miracles? Right? I mean, is everybody here a worker of miracle? Right? No. Uh, do all have the gift of healing? Do all, and they get to it, do all speak in tongues, right? And the answer there is no as well. Do all interpret? No. But earnestly desire the best gift, and yet I will show you a more excellent way. So the answer to all of those is that not everyone has every gift. Now, um, that's important because, you know, there are churches and ministries that overemphasize one gift over another. In fact, there are some that say, if you don't have this gift, you're not going to heaven. Uh, but uh, that's not really what Paul's teaching. Verse 11, he says, but one and the same Spirit works all these, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So who is the one who decides what gift you get and what gift I get? God, right? I don't decide. You don't decide. And certainly the pastor doesn't decide of whatever church you're going to, right? Now, what is our part? If God's the one who decides what gift you get, then what is our part, right? We read it multiple times, is that we're to use it, right? And in Matthew 5, Jesus said in verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So, Rather than focusing on what I can't do as it relates to my spiritual gifts as we're reading through this section, I should focus on what has God given me and how can I use it to serve God? How can I use it to love God? And, and, and when I say I love God, what does God tell me to do? Well, he tells me to love others, right? So how can I use what he's given me to love others, to help others? And so he goes on in verse 12, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, and so also is Christ. So he's saying there's a lot of different parts. No one person has every gift, right? That's kind of ridiculous to think that, right? If you've been in church for a long time, if you know the Bible, uh, you know, everyone's not going to have, we're all different. We all have different roles to play. Verse 13, for by one spirit, we were all baptized into the body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. So uh, we all are saved by the same God, same spirit, right? And, and he uses the picture of the human body to illustrate the church. And he's saying, you know, we're all part of the church body, the, Jesus, the body of Jesus Christ, just like your physical body has parts. And uh, it's important for us, <clears throat> I think, to understand whatever we've learned about the church and about gifts and the body of Christ. What Paul's saying in chapter 12 is, is that God created the church. God created you. God created me. He made us all different to work together to accomplish God's purposes. God designed the church, right? He put it together. When you think about the body of Christ, so often 
People in church spend so much of their mental energy about what everybody else should be doing and spend zero energy on what I should be doing. And so, you know, really that's what Paul's saying is that we're all different and you need to seek the Lord what your part is. <clears throat> in verse 14 he says, For in fact the body is not one but many men are. So there's many of us, right? The body of Christ is not one person. It's a lot of people. Verse 15, and then he goes on. We talked about this on Sunday. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? So what if your foot said, I'm tired of carrying all this weight? I think we should walk on our hands from now on, right? <laughs> We're not going to walk on our feet anymore. And, and uh, you know, what, what Paul's saying is there are parts of your physical body that probably feel like they got the worst end of the deal. As members of the body of Christ, we shouldn't complain about our role, right? Whatever it is. And it, it, here's the important thing. Whatever your role is, and however important you think it is or not important it is, the feet probably think, hey, I want a more important role or whatever. But the Bible teaches, no matter what your gift, no matter what your part, if you want to have a greater impact for the kingdom of God, you don't need to change who you are from a foot to an ear or an eye to a nose, right? What does the Bible say? The Bible says, you want to have a greater impact in this world? Be faithful in whatever God has given you at this time. In Matthew 25, Jesus said, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over few things, right? So if you're here tonight and you think, well, Pastor Bob, I only have a little bit. Well, that's perfect. That's, that's who Jesus is talking to. Faithful over few things, and what will happen? I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. So Jesus made it very clear that the key is to be faithful with the few that you have, right? Because so often people think, well, when I get my opportunity uh, to tour with Greg Laurie and speak at, you know, Extra Mile Arena in front of 10,000 people, then I'll step up, right? But Jesus didn't say, hey, be faithful over the massive ministry that you have. No, he said, few, little, right? And so being faithful is an important ingredient to having the maximum impact for the kingdom of God in whatever role you have. In verse 16, he goes on and says, and if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Now, what's his point? Well, sometimes the ear can think it's more important, right? Uh, or the eye can, you know, think it's more important. And, and uh, you know, is the eye more important than the ear? You just think about that. Which is more important? I guess it depends on what your name is, right? If your name is Stevie Wonder, you're picking the ear. He's blind, right? And so the point Paul's making is that Every part is important, right? And, and, and so we shouldn't think that somebody else is more important or more talented or more gifted. We all have a unique role to play. And uh, so Paul's point is that we all need to just focus on what does God have me to do. And verse 17, he says, If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? And if the whole body were hearing, where would be the smelling, right? If the whole body were an eye, imagine if, you know, the whole body was an eye. If the eye... All you are is an eye, right? And you're crossing the street, and there's a car going to hit you, and someone says, hey, look out, but you don't have an ear, just, and then, whoosh, splat, right? I mean, it's like, right? I mean, it's like, you just kind of think through. Things wouldn't work very well if you didn't have all the parts, right? And so we need the uniqueness of one another in the body of Christ. And that's what I love about, you know, studying the Bible and understanding that we're all different for a purpose, right? Unique and different in every way. W you know, we need all the parts, right? Just as important in your physical body is seeing, hearing, smelling. We need all the parts to function the way the Lord wants us to. And that's important to understand because I think a lot of people come to church and think, well, they don't need my part. Well, what's your part? Well, I'm, you know, I have this gift, the gift of helps or the gift of whatever it is, this or that. Uh, but every part is needed. And, 
And I think that every single Christian has probably thought those thoughts that I'm not needed here, right? But you are needed. Every single person is needed. Well, how do I know what I'm supposed to do? Well, we'll get to that, right? Verse 18, he says, but now God has set the members, each one of them in the body just as he pleased. Now, this is important, right? Who put you where you're at? Who created you the way you are? Unique? God did, right? So if God made you how you are, if God gifted you how you are, and God put you where you are, then should you complain about that? Or what's the other alternative, right? No, we shouldn't complain about the way God made you and God, where God put you. But what we should do is be faithful with what you have. And that is what the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 4.2. It says, moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. So when the Bible talks about what does God require from us, it has nothing to do with your GPA or your education or your, or your IQ. It has to do with faithfulness. And, and I think that's important because we all need to remember that God is more concerned about your availability than he is your ability. See, we all think, no, God looks at me and looks at my ability and says, nope, I don't need what you got, buddy. You, got, you don't have enough, <laughs> right? But God doesn't look at it that way. God's like, are you willing to be faithful? We can use whatever you got. And it made me think about Nick Vojacek. Do you guys know who he is? Uh, he is a guy, um, we have a picture of him. He's surfing, right? He has no arms, no legs, and he surfs. You know, I go surfing every week. I go out with 19-year-old people who have both legs, both arms, and all their brains, and they can't surf. This guy has no arms, no legs, right, and he can surf. But, uh, I mean, you just think, what is he doing in the ocean? Does he want to die? I mean, but here's the thing. Nick uh, was born that way. He's the uh, founder of a ministry called Life Without Limbs. That's his ministry, right? Now, if you were born without arms and legs, is that what you think you would do? I think I'm going to start a ministry called Life Without Limbs, <laughs> right? But uh, he is an Australian-American Christian. He's an evangelist, right? He's a, he goes around and preaches the gospel. He actually spoke at Harvest Crusades with Greg Laurie. And I believe that Nick is a good example of not complaining about how you're made and where you are and just being faithful with what you have, right? And, you know, he has the joy of the Lord, and, and I've watched lots of interviews with him, and he loves God, and he wants to just do what he can to uh, serve the Lord. And so when I look at him, I think, well, if he can do it, then I should be able to pray and say, God, help me to use whatever I have to glorify you, right? And, and so it really has less to do with your ability, with your IQ, with whatever you think or don't think that you can or can't do, and more about walking by faith and praying and saying, Lord, I will do whatever you want me to do, whatever that is. And, and everybody starts someplace. And sometimes people get this idea that, you know, if you have the gift of evangelism, then what you do is you go to church on a Sunday. You've never been there before. You hear one sermon. The next Sunday, then you are, you know, sharing the gospel at a BSU football game in front of 40,000 people. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Most of you know who Greg Laurie is, right? He spoke at the Harvest Crusade in Boise. Greg Laurie uh, was working at Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa in Southern California. He was just sweeping the floors. He was, he was a janitor, right? And they said, hey, we need someone to go uh, teach in Riverside. And uh, Don McClure, who was one of the pastors there, uh, he had been out there, and he said, I don't want to go there anymore. Chuck Smith, his son, Chuck Smith Jr., said, I don't want to go out there. And so they're like, let's get Greg to do it. Greg will do it. He's sweeping the floors over here. And let's get Greg to go to Riverside and start, you know, teaching a Bible study out there. And that's how it started for Greg Laurie, right? He, he started by just cleaning the floors at church, and then, you know, Pastor Chuck asked him to go out and teach this Bible study in Riverside. And then it turns out... Uh, that 
He was good at teaching the Bible and preaching the gospel, and lots of people got saved, and his church grew to be one of the largest churches in the United States. How did it start for him? Well, he was just sweeping the floors at church, right? So if you wonder, you know, what is the path to, to accomplishing great things for the kingdom of God? Well, the Bible says it's just being faithful in the little, right? Greg was just faithful, sweeping the floors at church. Greg Laurie now is probably this next generation, Billy Graham, right? I mean, he's preaching the gospel. They just did a Harvest Crusade in Southern California. 8,000 people came forward uh, on the weekend and, and gave their life to eight, like 8,800, almost 9,000 people. And how did he start? Sweeping the floors at Calvary Coast Mesa. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will